0: Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. My goal here on Feed That Nation is to create content all about college life, college health, and college wellness with the goal of helping you, my fellow college students, to be more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your student journey. Before I get into today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel if that's where you're listening. Go subscribe on whatever podcast platform you might listen on, and definitely go and follow me on Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation. I also want to give a shout out to my affiliate partner, Coconut Whisk. Coconut Whisk is a gluten-free, vegan, and allergy-friendly baking company. They are from Minnesota, which is amazing. I love local companies, and they are just so much fun. I love following them on Instagram. I love their products. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I tried their chocolate chip mug cake for the first time not too long ago. It was so good. If you follow me on Instagram, you also know that if you use my coupon code, Nation, you get 15% off your order and I receive a small commission. Everybody wins in this scenario. Go check out Coconut Whisk. So today I'm going to be talking about stuff that college students should invest in, stuff that is worth investing in as a college student. And before I get into that episode, I do want to sort of give a disclaimer here that I am well aware that I am coming from a white, you know, well-to-do privileged position, and I am not intending for this podcast to come off as snooty or as inaccessible. I'm going to be talking more about things that are worth investing in. If you're going to spend your money somewhere, if you have money to spend, this is where I feel it is most important to focus your money as a college student because college students, no matter who you are, usually don't have a ton of expendable income, myself included, and so I'm talking about what's worth investing in. And even in the realm of what's worth investing in, you know, where can you afford to save a little by getting used? Where do you probably want to invest in the higher quality rather than the cheaper version? So that's where I'm coming from with this episode. I definitely don't want it to come off as snooty or, you know, rich white girl in any way, although I am aware that I have a certain lens of privilege on the things I talk about because of who I am. And so... That's my disclaimer. (laughs) College students, like I said, don't usually have a ton of expendable income given how expensive tuition is, given the fact that cost of living is rising but wages aren't, and the fact that college students are often limited in the number of hours they can work and in the amount they can make as a student, which is... This whole system is basically setting us up for failure. It is setting thousands, if not millions, of college students around the country to spend most of or all of their time in school in poverty. That's a big issue and an issue that I don't really know how to solve, but the main idea here is that it can be hard to know, well, I don't have a lot of money. What do I really need? And I would say the first thing that I would say any college student should focus investing in if they can is anything that's going to make your living space safe and comfortable. Because your living space is where you're arguably going to spend the most time, you know, whether that's your dorm, your apartment, your room at home with your parents, whatever it is, wherever you're sleeping and wherever you're keeping your stuff is probably the area you want to start on. And I don't mean for your living space to be Pinterest worthy by any means, but I do mean that if you are somebody who requires maybe an extra copy of a key for a partner or someone else who might live in your living space, if you might need things for your bed or your bedroom, like an electric blanket, a mattress um, cushion, those foamy things, I... I forget what they're called at the moment, a mattress cushion cover. Or maybe you are somebody who really needs quiet when you're studying, and so investing in noise-canceling headphones that are really comfortable or a pair of AirPods might be worth your investment. And obviously within this realm, there are a lot of things that you can do to kind of minimize that expense. Honestly, I know so many college students who've gotten a lot of great stuff for free or for really cheap on Facebook Marketplace or by just asking around. There are definitely Facebook groups pretty much everywhere. There's one for near where I am that's basically just free stuff for people living in this area. So if someone has like a mattress they want to get rid of or Tupperware or whatever, they can post on the page and people can claim it, which is actually really awesome. And so I would say if you're looking for something like this, definitely don't be afraid to get it secondhand or to get it from someone else. You can get refurbished headphones a lot of the time, which is really cool if you know where to look. Yeah, anything you really need to keep yourself comfortable and safe in your living space, I would say is probably the number one thing I would invest in. This next thing is... (laughs) Maybe a little bit more North Midwest specific, and I am saying that if you are a college student who does any amount of on-campus or around campus walking or driving or anything, you really, really need a good winter coat to keep you warm. You need a hat, you need a scarf, you need mittens, you need good boots. And even if you stay inside 99% of the time, even if you're doing your classes from your dorm room and you're not actually walking around campus, it's still really important to have weather-appropriate stuff because things can happen. You know, you might be walking to class and trip and fall. You might be trying to start your car and realize that you have to brush all the ice off of it. And I really don't want you to get hypothermia or to be injured or hurt in any way because you don't have the right stuff for the weather. And this is a tough one because honestly, great winter coats are really expensive, but I'd say this is definitely a place where you can shop secondhand and it would even be worth if you find a secondhand coat, like a really nice brand, really thick, really warm, and it's just got some wear and tear, maybe some rips. It's probably going to be worth your money to take that coat to a tailor and just ask them to fix those things or to, you know, sew up the lining in the pocket or refasten some of the snaps or something. And if you can do it yourself, all the better. But a super quality winter coat. You can definitely find them secondhand. A lot of people donate their winter wear. I would also say the other way that you can get affordable winter gear is to go shopping in like April or May or March. I got my current winter coat last March, March 2020. It was like the last time I actually like went out shopping before everything went closed. It's like the last time I didn't have to wear a mask in a store, honestly. But I got a really, really nice coat from a really well-known sporting-type company, and I got that coat for, like, 75% off because it was marked down so much because it was spring. Which we all know in Minnesota, it being March does not mean that it is spring, but salespeople don't always know that, so (laughs) that would be my recommendation. I would also say if you're somebody who tends to lose your winter gear... And I'm definitely calling myself out here because I am terrible at keeping track of hats, scarf, mittens. I can't tell you how many pairs of mittens I lost as a kid because I would take them off and just completely lose them. But it might be worth investing in those little, like, mitten clips or, like, something that can fasten your scarf to the back of your coat or something like that. And I know it sounds really, like, little kiddish, like, preschoolish, but honestly, it's totally worth keeping track of the stuff that you've invested in. When it comes to college obviously there is a lot of different places for college to take your money and when i say take your money i mean it kind of sarcastically but also like college does cost thousands of dollars and it's not fair so there's that but i would say if there's one thing i'm really really glad that i invested in in undergrad it is experiences especially field trips, for lack of a better word, or travel experiences. Those are some of the things that I am so glad that I had the chance to do in undergrad. And these are things like, I went to, I think it was Philadelphia, like my freshman year, like less than a month into school, I had found the opportunity to go to Philadelphia and see the Pope when the Pope came to the U.S. And it was only a couple hundred dollars. And I thought, you know, when am I ever going to get the opportunity to do this again? And so I went. And it was amazing, and it was a really long bus ride with a lot of people I didn't know, but I met a lot of people that way, which was cool. And it was a really incredible, probably once-in-a-lifetime experience that I got to do as a college student for only a couple hundred dollars. My school also did a couple of trips over spring break, kind of justice service-focused trips that, again, weren't too terribly expensive and definitely were worth spending time on as a college student, because I got to go to a new place. I got to meet new people. I got to do meaningful things. And for me, that was absolutely worth my investment to be able to go and do these things. And I'll say, depending on what it is, especially, like, most of these trips were out of my campuses, campus ministry, social justice, spirituality office. And because of that, A lot of times these offices have opportunities for scholarships or fundraising for trips like this for students who are less able to afford them, so definitely look into things like that if you're interested, because I would say experiences in college are so worth investing in. I would also say this includes study abroad, and I have a whole episode about studying abroad. If you are able to study abroad and if it will fit with your mental health, if it will fit with your schedule, if it will fit with your finances do it. Do study abroad. Absolutely, totally worth it. And I will link that episode down below if you're interested in hearing more of my thoughts on that. It's really hard to talk about what is worth investing in in terms of college because there are a lot of things I feel like students pay for that they shouldn't have to. And one of those things is professional organization affiliations. So I'm a student member of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. That is my professional organization. And I pay, I think, a little over $100 a year to be a member. And I have ever since I was in undergrad. But what really gets me about that is... It was highly recommended, if not required by my program, that all of us students become members of this professional organization, and there was no talk at all about scholarships or, you know, funding from the department to pay for this. And that's really frustrating to me because now that I'm in graduate school, I've had a couple of different opportunities to become a a member of other professional organizations that was paid for by, by my department or by my graduate assistantship. And so this is where I get kind of stuck because I absolutely do want to say that investing in memberships to professional organizations is really worth it. I've gone to some really amazing conferences and had some really great networking opportunities, and there are tons of other perks with being a student member of a professional organization. A lot of times conferences or travel will be heavily discounted for students, or you can get into conferences and things like that for free, which is even more awesome and definitely worth, you know, being a member of because it's going to be cheaper in the long run. But I still think, honestly, that if a school is going to recommend for students to be members of a professional organization related to their field. So there's probably professional nursing organizations and engineering organizations and teaching organizations and things like that. But I absolutely think that if schools are going to recommend this to students, then schools should provide opportunities to pay for this for their students. So that's my two cents on that. It's worth investing in, but your school should pay for it, in my opinion. I also want to say something that I think really merits a deeper conversation is investing in self-care. And this looks different for different people, honestly, and I think a big factor in that is that not everyone does self-care the same way, and honestly, not everyone understands self-care in the same way. And I have several videos talking about self-care, but in my opinion, self-care has to be the intentional act of choosing something to care for an aspect of your health. And I love giving this example of if you've had a really long day and you just need a chance to unwind, having a snack and watching Netflix is great self-care. But if you're using Netflix to avoid doing your homework, that's not really self-care. That's more distraction or I've heard people call it indulgence. And I think there's a big piece to that in that you know, absolutely invest in self-care, you know, get that candle or take yourself out for coffee once in a while, you know, a new journal or whatever. But think about, am I investing in this self-care because it is for my health or am I buying this because I need a distraction? You know, there are plenty of people who, you know, one of the ways they feel better is they go shopping. And that's okay if that's your intentional self-care choice. There have been plenty of times when I just haven't felt great and I've decided, you know, I want to go thrifting or I want to go and, you know, get some fun foods from Trader Joe's or something. But that's my intentional choice rather than others, you know, you don't feel good, you buy stuff on Amazon. And so I would say 100% invest in your self-care. Invest in what you need to care for every aspect of your health but do so mindfully and intentionally. Something I absolutely believe is worth investing in is definitely having school stuff that actually works. Whatever you need to be sure that you are going to be able to get your schoolwork done efficiently and comfortably is definitely worth investing in. And that isn't to say that you need the newest computer and you don't necessarily need all of the subscriptions to Grammarly and whatever other websites are out there to help you do your schoolwork, but invest in what is going to help you specifically to get your schoolwork done. Something that I really think is worth investing in that some college students absolutely overlook is protection for your expensive stuff. And this goes a lot of different directions, so I'd say it's absolutely worth every college student having a lockbox of some kind for your really important paperwork, your passport, tax documents and things like that because if that stuff gets stolen it's nearly irreplaceable or if it is replaceable it's usually going to be really inconvenient. If you ever keep more than maybe $50 in cash in your dorm or any amount of cash that you would rather not lose or have stolen definitely a lockbox would be worth having that for. I would also say it's definitely worth having a really good quality phone case to keep your phone from cracking or denting or scratching when you drop it, because you will drop it because you're a college student. And also a nice padded laptop case if you're someone with a laptop. Definitely invest in what is going to keep your expensive stuff safe. And not only that, but treat your expensive stuff as though it's worth it. Even treat your inexpensive stuff as though it's worth it because, you know, even if what you bought was only $20, if you lose it or it gets stolen because you didn't take care of it properly, that's $20 of your own money that you're going to have to spend again to replace it. And I think in general, actually, a lot of college students are really mindful about taking care of their belongings. And I think that's something that we as a generation can really build on. My dad always says, you know, treat it like cash, meaning, you know, if he gives us a gift card or if he gives us $20 or pays us back for something, treat it like cash. Treat it like it's worth what it is. And I think that extends to everything you own, you know, your phone. Your phone is an expensive piece of equipment that is worth caring for and protecting because it has a lot of your personal information on it. And you probably use it multiple times a day, if not basically all the time. Same with your computer. Same with any articles of clothing that you might have or decor for your room. If you spend $100 on a rug for your room, treat that rug like it's worth something. Don't just eat and get food all over it. And definitely treat your car like it's worth something because cars are truly expensive. They deserve to be kept clean. They deserve to have maintenance. You know, they deserve to be parked in safe places and locked when you're not in them. And I talked about this actually a couple of weeks ago in my podcast with John where we talked about college safety tips, but absolutely your car should be clean and as empty and clutter-free as you can possibly get it, along with being locked and parked in a well-lit populated area, because all of that is going to prevent people from breaking into your car or stealing your car, and that is really important. Absolutely treat your belongings like they, val- they are valued. Value your stuff. My final tip for what I believe is absolutely worth investing in as a college student is get yourself some thank you cards, some blank note cards, some envelopes, and some stamps, and maybe even if you're feeling really fancy, get yourself some gift bags and some tissue paper because it is so worth having these things around. Honestly, the best gift I think I was given when I left for college was kind of a a gift wrapping starter pack, and it had all of those things in it. And so whenever I needed to send a card or write a thank you note or have a gift for somebody, I had all that stuff right there. And I know this is kind of a little bit more frivolous, you might say, but it's absolutely worth having this stuff around. It's so nice to be able to just, if you want to give a gift, if you want to write a note, you have it right there, you can write it, you can mail it off or hand it over like right away. And as soon as possible for thank you notes after things like job interviews is actually super important. And so definitely think about investing in some of that. Finally, I don't know if I said finally for the last tip, but this is my last one. Invest in relationships with people you love and people you trust and people you value and invest in relationships with people who value you and love you because it's so worth it. It's so worth investing your time, taking time to spend, investing maybe a little bit of money to treat your friend to a cup of coffee if you can. It's absolutely worth investing even just a quick text hello or a message hello or a snap or something hello. You know, if it's your friend's birthday and they're on Instagram, shout them out on Instagram for their birthday. You know, remember the little things. Invest in your relationships. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Before I leave you, I'm going to give you, as per usual, my food, my follow, and my fun for this week. My food this week, I am so, so excited. I bought myself a milk frother as sort of a a post-Christmas gift. I just had always wanted to try one. I used to be a barista, so I know how to make lattes and mochas and things like that, and so I'm so excited. I have this milk frother now, and I bought myself because I've been wanting to kind of branch out some try some new things. So I bought myself some oat milk of all things and I am so excited to give it a try just to see what it tastes like. What is it froth like? And I would say try something new this week. Definitely, definitely so much fun. My follow this week is a YouTube channel called Kitchen and Jorn. They are two lovely people. They used to work for BuzzFeed and now they have their own YouTube channel and they do funny food and fashion related videos and they're just so goofy and honestly I laugh so hard whenever I watch a video of theirs and I think you will too, so go check out Kitchen and Jorn. My fun this week is to take a little bit of time to journal. If you're somebody who journals a lot Take a little bit of extra time and invest in that time, you know, maybe find a journal prompt and reflect on it. If you're somebody who's never journaled, it doesn't have to be fancy, it doesn't have to be fun, it doesn't have to be goofy or anything, it just has to be you. Do it in the notes on your phone or in a Google Doc or in a notebook, wherever you feel it. Journal, get your thoughts out, get your thoughts out in the open, even if it's just to yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Feed That Nation. I upload podcast episodes every Wednesday right here to YouTube and to your favorite podcast listening platforms, and I upload vlogs every Saturday all about college life, my life, grad school, food, nutrition, and whatever the heck else I can get up to. (laughs) Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at Feed That Nation, and go check out my blog, FeedThatNation.com. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation. You're listening to Feed That Nation, and I'll see you soon.